yo, yo, it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. Man, am I excited about our guest today. She is somebody who has personally helped me get out of pain. In fact, she's got a couple of names that have been given to her. Those names are the gatekeeper of dreams and the magic lady because her (laughs) method is just so amazing at helping people who suffer with pain to get out of pain. So today I have with us Amber Kiven. She is truly somebody who is living a life worth telling a story about. And uh, Amber and I are mastermind members. We are uh, friends. And I just want to say that I am just so proud to know her. It's amazing the work that she's doing. She has a sanctuary in Moravia, Indiana, and it's called uh, Kivet Connected. can you say it again, Amber, for me? It's Kivet, it's Kivet Kinetic Solutions in right. Monrovia. I was going to say connected. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you do get connected there, but you know, all right. Kinetic uh, is how one, one part connects to the next. So it's a kinetic chain reaction. Well, Amber, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. It's such an honor to be on your show. It's taken us a couple of years to like dial down on the stakes. We've been talking about this for a long time. So I, it truly is an honor to share my day with you. Well, yes, and I'm honored as well, and I and I know why it's taking us so long because you're out there changing the world. I mean, as are you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking before the show, and uh, you know, it turns out that Amber is actually in the process of getting her own cups made. And for those that aren't familiar with cupping, we'll talk a little bit about that today. But she's always on to some new big project, and you know, she's patenting her own design created her own method, which we'll talk a little bit about that as well today. Couple of books. Uh, yeah, couple <laughs> of books. <laughs> so much to talk about. So, you know, Amber, um, let's just uh, start at the beginning. Um, because sure. I think that, you know, you being the magic lady, uh, you know, the gatekeeper of dreams, I, I think that you've done a lot to help people get out of pain. But uh, what, what kind of inspired you to go on this mission that's evolved into the sanctuary that you have and the ways that you're helping people? Well, let's talk about magic. A lot of people, when they think magic, uh, let me ask you, just this is uh, just a question I have for you. When you think of magic, what makes you, what what comes to your mind? Uh, extraordinary is my synonym for that, as opposed to like just something that's mystic. It's more like, mm-hmm. I'm always asking our coaches to create magic every day, but what I want them to do is I want them to just put something extra into the session, something special, something mm-hmm. out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And is it real? Yes. Good. So I ask that question to a lot of people before they meet me. And magic for a lot of people, I think, is um, an illusion. It's a magic trick. It's um, snapping your fingers and then thinking something's going to happen. But the chances of things happening if you're not a magician are not real for a lot of people. In other words, for magic to exist, you have to go and see it from the hands or the mind of a magician because it's technically an illusion, right? Mm -hmm. So magic around here is anything positive that becomes um, a result of my influence in, 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 that, in, that, in that energy space. And 
when people started calling me the magic lady or saying that I had magic hands because I, I had the ability to heal, um, truly a God-given gift, um, I didn't want people to think that it was with the intent of being a sorcerer or um, witchery because some people would say, we're going to go see our witch lady. <laughs> and I, I, put wow. a halt, I put a halt to that really fast because everything I do is in spirit um, as opposed to in arrogance or with ego. And there's when you look into the Bible, it's kind of frowned upon when you are practicing sorcery or magic and everything I do is in spirit. So I had to change the trajectory of magic without changing what it meant. And so magic became an acronym a couple of years ago when I was writing part of a book. And magic is motivating others to becoming the best version of themselves possible by accepting them right where they're at. Because most people come to me when they're at the bottom of the barrel or at the end of the road in, in, in a ray of hope, um, accepting people right where they're at. Um, recognizing gratitude and celebrating greatness through inspirational acts of kindness. So the acronym MAGIC is motivation, acceptance, gratitude and greatness, inspiration and kindness. And mm -hmm. when like you bring all that together, that. yeah, everything that we do in sharing MAGIC, delivering MAGIC, experiencing MAGIC has that component put in together. So it's a full body. It's a full experience, 360 degrees, mind, body and spirit. Um, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual. Everything that happens within our facility has all those components integrating Eastern medicine and Western medicine. Um, and so all this started, I was already um, in the sports medicine world back in 2002, actually 2004. Yeah, 2002 is when I graduated from Purdue um, in, in the sports medicine program and exercise science, double major. And then um, was often running in my career, truly maximizing uh, the opportunities and hit the glass ceiling. And I had just uh, served as the medical coordinator for the swimming event that chose the team to go for Team USA Olympics for the summer Beijing Olympic Games for swimming. Um, I was the one in charge of putting on that event and very, very stressful, uh, worked a crazy amount of hours at the pool and several hours into the weeks of that. And uh, it happened as maybe two or three weeks after that event happened. It was May 21st, of uh, 2005 that I was covering a baseball game on a Saturday and was leaving uh, to go enjoy the rest of my day off, which was unheard of back then. I mean, I was working all, all times on, on weekends because it's spring season. And I was involved in a motor vehicle accident in which I was sandwiched between two large vehicles driving a Yukon myself. Um, but I took a total of four impacts by the time the rebounding hit. And because the third impact knocked me out, um, I drove back into the individual. Uh, so a total of four impacts. My airbags did not deploy, and I ended up in having eight spinal injuries, head trauma, uh, the onset, the immediate post-traumatic onset of fibromyalgia, a severe spinal strain, and then a whole bunch of other things. So my life, uh, I was only married to my husband for nine months at the time, the love of my life, and had gone from being at the very height of my life and having the best world ever to the worst day of my life, and it just just a matter of a moment. And uh, had no short-term memory for a while, had no ability to bathe, do my hair. I mean, I chopped my hair off because I couldn't even comb my hair. Um, just a, a, And I was kind of a, a quote-unquote freak of nature because the doctors back then really didn't have a lot of understanding about autoimmune disease, fibromyalgia, head injuries, um, how you would respond to spinal trauma. And what we know now is much different than how they were managing me back then. And uh, you understand uh, from listening to your podcast, the whole world of drugs, especially narcotics, 
And so back then was the surge of Oxycontin and not realizing how addictive Oxycontin was. So for me, um, I became kind of a guinea pig for a lot of doctors, seven different doctors trying to figure out how to help me. Um, and I couldn't help myself and really my mind wasn't there. Um, but I was very grateful to be married to a man who was willing to be patient to helping me find solutions. And it took us a lot of doctors giving up on me before we fired all of them and started over with Eastern medicine. Cause I was taking 21 pills a day, eight to 10 of those were Percocet. The rest of it was uh, a little bit of Neurotin, a little bit of Tramadol, a little bit of sleeping pills, muscle relaxers, antidepressants, all these different things that they were experimenting with on me with no idea of how all these chemicals were going to work together, not realizing how much worse it was going to make me until I found an Asian doctor that did some testing on me and I was about a month away from dialysis. So the doctors were actually killing me. And so, yeah, so I hired him to help me. And the only reason why I called him was because I had read that acupuncture would help with migraines. And I was to the point in that point in my life, waking up with headaches, so excruciating every day and not having the will to wanting to get up and move. I mean, I went seven days without taking a shower. That's how miserable I was and how, how little I cared. Um, just trying to survive. And uh, I called him and uh, with the intent of just trying to help with a headache. And so I went into his office and he put me through all the testing and did acupuncture and cupping. And that was the first time I went without a headache for more than 24 hours. And so the light bulb went on and I I'd never heard of cupping before that. Um, acupuncture back in the early 2000s was kind of taboo, almost, almost like your witchcraft, if you will, <laughs> yeah. even though it's been around since, um, you know, the, the ice age has been around for centuries. And so um, everything that I have learned over the last uh, 15 years, because this is crazy. We were at the, we were at the um, shift retreat, right? And we were talking about the last 15 years of our life. We had to go back and evaluate that. And for me, it was an emotional experience because it didn't occur to me that 15 years ago, I was learning to walk again. Wow. Talk about, <laughs> talk about being an overcomer, you know, learning to walk again, given a uh, buffet of very yeah. addictive drugs, uh, mm -hmm. which, you know, as you said, you know, we're killing you, uh, you know, yeah. just too much, too much toxicity. And I love it how it, it's just this way in life. It, it's just a, it's kind of a law of the universe, if you will, that we don't go through anything significant unless it's going to be a benefit to other people. So, right. you know, you're suffering through all these migraines and, you know, all the stuff that you had to go through to create a deep inspiration in you to now from learning what cupping was mm -hmm. to now you're inventing your own, uh, you know, yeah. basically your own patent for like the type of cup that you want to use in your business, you know? So, uh, yeah, take us down that path, if you will, like how, yeah, you, I feel like you're like Bruce Lee, like Bruce Lee. <laughs> And kind of cool. what was useful, you know, yeah. uh, it into the best form of martial arts, right? And and I mean, you've created your own. In fact, you can mention maybe you know what Kipper is, if you would. Yeah. But, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So so one thing that I have learned through the last twenty five plus years of my life, I'm forty four years old. Um, this is the this last accident that I was involved that almost killed me uh, was the sixth accident that I had had occurred in my life. And um, beyond that, so before all of these accidents, um, I was sexually abused by, by family members. And then um, in high school, I was raped by, by, three, by three individuals. 
And so my senior year of high school, I attempted suicide because I just did not feel like there was much to live for in, in going through all this emotional trauma. So never really dealt with the facing the true colors and the emotional distress of my sexual traumas until I uh, found out I was pregnant with a daughter, but I uh, went off to college, learned all I did, went through all these accidents, learned to walk again. And what is really important about understanding and cupping as well as even acupuncture is our body uh, is kind of governed by this tissue called fascia. And fascia I have been learning about since my high school years from earlier uh, accidents involved in. And fascia is what I like to call the command center of the whole body. It is the system that governs all systems, but doctors are really not recognizing it in the Western world because it doesn't show up on a lot of imaging and all insurance uh, covers stuff that provides, um, you know, we have to have objective data in order to prove that we need this done because we have diagnostics. Um, and there's no diagnostics that can prove how fascia works in your body, but every living cellular structure in the human body, including the brain, are surrounded and blanketed in this tissue with 70% of it being water. So you're hearing about collagen being a big deal as a supplement right now because fascia is made up of collagen, elastin, ground substance, and water. And so fascia also has an electrical system of its own. So it's very polar rich, but it also it houses all of the other electrical systems that interchange within the body and the roadmap of the body. So our brain, our central nervous system, um, our meridians, the nervous system, our peripheral nervous system, which is all of our nerves. And then all of these electrical synapses that are happening are all blanketed within this greater system known as the fascial connective tissue system. Cupping has the ability to separate and open up all those layers whether adhesed or not, and allowing blood flow and vitality to work through that open channel so that the tissues can actually heal. But emotional stress, mental, spiritual stress, and even physical stress um, is settles into that connective tissue system and can magnify pain 10 times greater than that of pain that we would normally associate with a muscle or an injury um, in, in the tendons or the soft tissue. So if you have an injury, uh, like let's say a, a low back, a low back injury, and you have emotional trauma on top of that, the pain threshold that you're going to feel is over 10 times that of what you would normally feel if you didn't have stress associated with in addition to the physical injury. And all of that is housed in that connective tissue system. So when that doctor worked on me releasing the connective tissue for the first time in my life and dealing with the acupuncture for the first time in my life, I was able to let go of a lot of fear and anxiety that I've been holding on to my entire life, all the way back to birth, because that system is what kept me alive. And so I have learned how to hack into that system using all the tools that I uh, experienced in order to survive. As soon as I um, went back into the workforce and did not enjoy what I was doing before that, um, truly, I started my business in a survival, survival mode, just trying to stay in the profession and trying to find my own way. And so as soon as the manual therapy practice acts changed for athletic trainers, I immersed myself in as much education and practice as I could in all of the methodologies that healed me, which are majority Eastern medicine methodologies and um, have truly become a specialist and kind of a master of the arts as a, one of the world's 
you know, experts in what I do and working on so many different human beings. I like to say we are human beings living a, we are spiritual beings living a human life, not human beings living the other way around. Um, because as you know, if we're not living in spirit, as you have, I, I get, I got that from you, by the way, yeah. if we are not living in spirit, then we're just reacting to things that are being thrown at us, right. um, in a lot of ways and, and we're etching God out. So everything that I have learned through the system and being able to touch and feel different individuals that I've been honored to work on, every single person you touch has been a learning experience that you can't learn out of a book or in a clinic. And there's a lot of clinics that won't allow you to do certain things because insurance isn't covered and it's taking away from time. So you're trying to maximize how many people can come through the doors in order to make the greatest amount of profit when I'm just doing it to be able to serve and to be able to help others. And as a result of it, the reward has been the, the business exploding, which has led to me being able to create this system. So Kivit Instant Pain Relief Systems is a series of different methods that help each person as an individual. So what I would do on you is different than what I would do for your wife is different than I would do for a professional athlete that I'm working with is different than I would do for Todd or, you know, for the person who just left, who just needed to be able to, to share what's on her mind and shut down and not think about anything. So um, everybody gets a little bit of their own recipe, but the whole system can be used across the board um, in little pieces as you need it. So you just take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you cocktail it together and however it works for that individual and combining it with the mental coaching, which you are well aware of is very important that most people don't get in a clinical setting. Um, the magic happens and it happens different for everybody. Wow. Wow. You know, there's, there's so much there that you just <laughs> you know, like, I mean, <laughs> And, 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 you know, I want to thank you uh, for being vulnerable and for sharing that part of your past that I know you have overcome, uh, you know, just because you're just such a bright light to the world today that you're no longer, you know, living in that darkness that can get created from trauma. Those are very traumatic experiences that you openly shared. And, and you know, my heart hurts that you had to go through that in your life to become who you are. And mm -hmm. that's part of that significant experience uh, for you to even realize that you were going to have trauma stored in your body that was going to be released and and that now you can give that gift to other people uh i think that there's a there's a book i heard about recently uh it's called the body keeps the score yep, uh, i have that book okay um, right you know do you remember where you where you learned about that book because i was at the ideal world convention when the keynote speaker mentioned it in his presentation i thought I totally understand what that means. And I'm buying that book. And that was in uh, 2019. Well, the reason it's in my audible library <laughs> is when I hear about a book more than once, I'm like, okay, I got to listen to this book, you know, or read God's it. whispering <laughs> to you, right? Yeah, right, right. You know, so I'm like, oh my God, I keep hearing about this book. And that book talks about, you know, holding trauma in parts of our body and, and yeah. just, you know, how things can be so amplified and that you can really let go. Um, that That's amazing. Uh, that's just really awesome, the gift. And I love the fact that the recipe is different for everybody. So let me ask you this. I'm listening to this podcast right now, Overcomer mm -hmm. Nation. Here's a question you want to know, because you're already asking. You're already like, <laughs> how can I work with her? How can I get this customized solution? How can I get this blend of all these Eastern, Western, you know, everything together? Um, so one, of course, you could fly there. <laughs> you know, which which I do. Yeah, which right? we do. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, 
are are there ways that people can follow you and, and learn from you online and or uh, just you know understand more about this method uh, if they you know if they if they're not flying to you and learning about it sure. in person? Yeah. So um, the method. This is this is one of the big my my big god sized dreams I'm working on for this year. Um, the 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 fourth cup prototype, the fourth size of the cup that we're working on um, that we are. Uh, working on the the patent on it, the, the cup has already been molded and created, and we're getting ready to start mass production. So um, I originally started with rock tape, rock pods, and because it was so expensive to buy those products, which are now not available um, through rock tape, they have since sold out all their products and distribution to another company. Um, I got tired of buying so many sets of sets of eight that I was going to need like a set of 40 for one client. Um, yeah, you heard that right. 40 different cups on one person. Most people would freak out because most people might get only three or four in a, in a clinical session. And I'm like putting on like 40. Um, you know, I got tired of paying a lot of money, um, and paying a premium for somebody else to make their millions and me trying to help others that, um, I started really looking hard and I actually totally a God thing. Uh, It was meant to happen because I found the factory that makes the rock pod cups and connected with them and created my own prototype, um, I almost identical to theirs. And except I didn't like putting red and black on, I didn't like putting um, the different sizes. So I truly mastered um, our brand of cups with color, psychology in mind, the, the perfect size that can work on so many different people. And um, I've got professional athletes from working out in California that are using them right now. I, I go and meet with them in person, um, put them through the system, me personally putting them through the system, find out what, what they feel is different and then give them, I sell them the cups much cheaper than what I was paying for them with the intent of them being able to work on themselves when I'm not around. So that when I am around again, that we're not trying to break down layers of stuff that could have been dealt with along the way. And when they get when they get me to themselves for the two to three hours or however long I'm with them, that they get the absolute best session possible for truly tapping into um, athletic potential that's never existed or human performance that's never existed or mental relief that's never existed because we weren't able to break through those barriers before. So I give them the tools and the education in person to being able to work on themselves on, on the go or having a loved one at home, teaching the loved one at home, how to apply them to them so that they can enjoy the experience at home without me. But we have not, because I just got that fourth prototype uh, conquered just a few weeks ago, actually, um, we don't have any online tutorials yet as to how to work on yourself at home. And I don't share because it's my intellectual property. Um, So we're not there yet, but that's the big God-sized dream to happen this year is is seeking out online platform to creating the systems and the methodology and the instruction so that if you want to learn how to use them at home safely without medical supervision, that you can work with the custom set of cups, not because you're buying a set because it looks good, but we actually send you what you need in order to help yourself with a map of how to put them on yourself, where they need to go. And then you can either relax and let your body unlock or you can do movement pattern, mobility circuits, or rehabilitation exercise at the same time and get the greatest impact in, in your own sessions at home without having to spend a premium to see me. So we're working on that right now. 
Well, I love the God-sized dream because, you know, I just think that today's topic is one that not enough people are even aware of some of the things you've already covered today. Um, right. Some people may not even know about cupping. They may have had a massage or whatever, but they uh, probably never had cupping involved in it. Um, you know, they don't understand acupuncture. Um, sure. which actually, I want to I want to talk about how it might work when somebody comes into your facility, how mm -hmm. you assess them, and then the different modalities that you might use, because you even have a different spin, if I remember correctly, on what, you know, how acupuncture might work, um, right. kind of a different device. So um, can you take us, you know, kind of paint the picture in everyone's mind, everybody that's listening, um, tell us how it works. You know, I show up at your facility, it's day one, I just yep. heard about the magic lady, and I want to come <laughs> No, so I, I yeah. got my appointment. Here I am. What, what's going to happen? How does that work? Yeah. So most people call us because they've heard about cupping and they want to experience it. Some people, most people, most all of our clients hear about us by word of mouth. And we've got a 90% success rate in one to three sessions of instant pain relief, which, and we guarantee that, or you don't pay for our service. I mean, we actually hold that guarantee and no other medical um, provider typically will provide a guaranteed service. So if you spend 300 bucks to see me, if, if you don't feel any better at all, whether it's mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical, if you feel nothing different when you walk out our door, then I'm not going to charge you for the time. Um, and so we, we uh, guarantee that kind of relief in one to three appointments. Um, and, and if I can't figure out what's going on with each individual in less than three appointments, I refer up the channel to some of my favorite physicians that I partner with in order to get diagnostics and get an official diagnosis. And what are we missing? Because we only know what we know. Um, from the moment that people walk in our door, the experience begins. So from sights to smells, to textures, to sounds, to just the um, everything that's going on in our building establishes the experience from the moment you walk through the door. And majority of the people who meet me have already learned a little bit about me through our website, which is kksmagik.com. Uh, they can kind of learn my story. They can learn about what our facility is like. Um, so they have already gotten an idea of who I am and they're already excited because they've heard of all these miracles that have happened in our building. Um, when they walk in the door, I'm already evaluating each and every person from the moment they pull up. If I see, if I'm seeing them pull up and I'm seeing them walking, you know, walking in the door, getting out of their car, the evaluation starts from me observing what they're doing, how they're moving, their posture, their mood, everything. Um, if they're stressed. I'm looking at a lot of different things and I'm not looking for anything specific. Um, I just, I tell people all the time, God always directs my senses and tells me in, in my own spiritual way, what I need to be going after. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to find when people walk into our facility, but I start watching them and interacting with them um, and listening to how they interact with their families or whomever's bringing them a lot of times, just all of it, all the dynamics. I'm paying attention from the very moment. And most of the time they don't even realize I'm paying attention because I'm looking like I'm distracted <laughs> with the intent of <laughs> playing a mental game. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm evaluating how they're walking. Um, are, they, are they moving right arm versus left arm with their right leg and their left leg? Um, are they hunched forward? Are they on their phone or on their device? So they're, you know, they're rounded. Um, where does their head sit in proportion to the rest of their body? Because for every inch that your cheekbone sits forward over the clavicle bone, the weight of the human head doubles. So if you're sitting two inches in forward, two inches forward over your clavicle, the weight of your head is now jumped to 40 pounds. So people who have neck and shoulder pain, I'm already looking at like, we got to pull, 
their head and neck back and we got to open up their chest because they're rounded and their body has fused in the front of their body. So we have to open it up, but we can't do that until we release the back. So I'm already evaluating how they're moving. Um, from there, uh, I, I have them fill out a questionnaire, check yes or no boxes, about 30 different check yes or no boxes about all different orthopedic areas of the human body. Because most people just come in and want to tell me about their pain, but the cause of their pain is never what is wrong. That's their chief complaint. That's Western medicine. I'm looking for the root cause or the source, the underlying source that has led to their dysfunction or to what they have created as a compensatory pattern, because you're only as strong as your um, weakest point, And you're only as effective as your sloppiest movement. And you're only as strong as your weakest thought. So Ooh, I go and look at all of that stuff. You're yeah. only as strong as your weakest thought. Whoa, I like that. That's yeah, real. you're only strong as your weakest thought. Because if you walk in the door and you've got anxiety, I had this happen yesterday. I had a woman, she was just really uptight. And I said, what is your greatest fear right now? And she said, um, I, I just, I, I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. And I said, okay. So she gets off my table and she lets me know, Amber, I'm starting to feel like I'm really nauseous. Like I'm really nauseous. Like I'm, I'm going to get sick. And I said, okay, um, what are you afraid of? And she said, well, I'm a fear of needles and I'm afraid of what you're going to do with me on this acupuncture. And I'm like, well, time out. If you're afraid of the acupuncture, we just don't go there. Like, I'm not going to cause pain to take away your pain, right. but a lot of therapists will, yeah. and they don't tell you until you're already in it. So if I can mentally prepare you for what's about to happen to you and let you know that you're in control, mm -hmm. I'm not in control of this session. You're in control of the session. So if I'm working on you, my hands are on you. And if you feel really uneasy or are in fear of where I'm going, you need to give me a sign. Like you need to make a fist. You need to tap your fingers. You need to curl in your feet. You need to like shrug your shoulders. You don't even have to tell me. I'm not going to be offended. Just give me a sign because I'm listening to your body. Your body tells me what it wants. You're, I should, let me rephrase that. Your body tells me what it needs. Your voice tells me what you want. Mm. That's a big difference. Yeah. You're most often clients will tell me what they want, but the body always tells me what it needs. And those are two different things. So I always give them a little dabble of what they want with a lot of what they need. And then ultimately the magic is exposed. So, good. so, so good. So yeah. So when they come in, they answer the questions. Um, I, I most Travis, everybody that walks to the door with pain, they check off the box. Yes. I have anxiety. Yes. I have depression. Yes. I'm having trouble sleeping. Those three things are always checked off on somebody who has some kind of underlying trauma or somebody who has had pain for a long time. Because what happens when we're in pain? The fear kicks in, like, what is tomorrow going to be like? Can I do this? Can I do that? Am I going to be able to, you know, perform? What happens if I can't perform? I'm tired of waking up with pain. Who's going to help me? What's wrong with me? Like, all of these things are stirring through in our mind, creating this imaginary storm that. It's happening, but the storm is real. And they don't realize that the storm of trauma of just their thoughts manifesting is truly wreaking havoc on their entire body in a physical kind of way. So I calm the storm down immediately. And a lot of sessions, I might start with mental coaching them. Um, like, when did this pain start? And then when they tell me, what else? Tell me, was your life really stressful during that time? Or was your life at a happy space? Um, you know, so I, I start to dig into information that they would not otherwise share with me because they don't think it's relevant and all of it's relevant. And then from there, um, you heard the podcast about the barefoot training. Mm -hmm. I have them take off their shoes and I have them load with their shoes and socks off with their clothes still on. And I just observe how they stand 
and I ask them if they can wiggle their toes and separate their toes because if they can't open and close their toes and they don't have motor control over their toes through the cognitive thinking process, then their body is not connected at all. Like they're in a survival state. So the toes, if the toes are not moving, the pelvic floor is not firing. If the pelvic floor is not firing, the lumbar spine is overworking. The abdominals are not firing. Um, it's just a vicious cycle, but it has to start at the pelvic floor being able to actively fire because the nerve that activates the great toe and the feet originate in the sacrum right near the pelvic floor. So if there's a disconnect there, the whole body is chopped into different pieces and just kind of glued back together, but there's no synchrony. Wow. You know, you are truly, truly one <laughs> of the world's experts, one of the, one of the great gifts to the world with what you're doing. And the way that it becomes so apparent to me is just the things that you're able to observe that most people don't even take the time to look at. So I'm, I'm in this experience with you and mm -hmm. I've already identified that there could be acupuncture. There could mm -hmm. be, cutting, there's going to be mental yep. coaching. Of course, yep. the assessment is going to have everything to do from, you know, the way that my gait is the way that I'm standing posturally um, right. the movements I'm able to do or not do. Um, so there's some things going on there. Um, there there's fascial stretching, right? You know, there's some Correct. going on there. Yep. Uh, any other scraping. scraping we've scraped you we've scraped right. you right, yep. right, right. and Thanks. then the magic hands truly yeah. the yeah. intentional touch and letting my hands feel what's actually going on beneath the tissues and then the massage gun application is huge the there i use the theragun because I, i'm certified as a medical practitioner with theragun i here's the here's the kicker i am the global spokesmodel for life pro which manufactures you know 20 different massage guns but theragun um, the creator of the entire uh, massage gun revolution is Dr. Jason. And Dr. Jason is a physician. And Dr. Jason has hired MIT and Harvard specialists to do clinical studies. And through the medical practitioner certification, I found out that his massage gun versus other massage guns on the market, there is a defined difference, objectively proving that his patent on the amplitude and the rubber that he uses on his massage gun and on his attachments provides a completely different effect, a profound effect difference from those of every other massage gun out on the market. And because I can prove that in a setting, I use only that massage gun because I have control over that. And if we have a setback with a client with more pain or something has happened, um, which really has never happened, but if, if there were to be a litigation issue, I can actually go back and pull those clinical studies and say, yes, this objectively proves that this is possible. And that's why we use that massage gun versus others. Um, now people can use whatever they want, but the Theragun has a patent, um, a, a mechanical patent that makes a difference as to the distance between the distance and the rate at which the attachment makes contact with the body from the attachment of the unit, the speed at which it works and the fabric that that attachment is made from is exclusively only available through Theragun. But not only that, from an occupational standpoint, the handle has a specific patented kind of material that as an occupational practitioner, I do not absorb any of the energy whatsoever that I'm delivering to that client using the massage gun. So it protects me. But uh, he even has a, he has a trademark on dampener. So you can't even say dampener tip because he owns that trademark. So it's his, he started that whole revolution and I learned from him personally. So I use the Theragun, but I'm the global spokesmodel for 
a massage gun company. <laughs> so it's kind of funny how that all works out. But yeah. the other big one is whole body vibration. So the whole body vibration platform with Life Pro, um, their their series of whole body vibration platforms is another part of my assessment in that I can put somebody on that platform and observe what their body does because it it stimulates up to 90% of the body's muscle fibers to shorten and lengthen anywhere from 10 to 50 times per second without the brain telling the body to do it. It's a reaction to a hyperstimulation. So that's how they keep weight on astronauts in space. It was discovered by NASA. And now you can have it in the convenience of your home for less than 500 bucks. So I have learned over the years as their company spokesmodel and understanding the science on a very deep level, how to assess my clients when they're standing on it, because it creates this gentle earthquake effect to fascia and the connective tissue systems, the adhesions and where our body is glued and stuck together. It creates this earthquake effect breaking apart those striations before I even touch them. But where their body is not spasming or moving is where they're stuck. Ah, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Well, there's a good takeaway from there for your overcomer nation. Not all percussion <laughs> therapy is created equal. So when you're next right. time you're at the dollar store and you're like, oh, look. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You can actually that, cause that, damage. <laughs> a $300 gun is now only $5. Let me go get one, you know, right? Um, yeah, uh, they're, so. they, they're, we can actually discriminate the quality of all of those, of all those apparatuses, devices, as you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, the, other, the other side of that that's really important is you hear this barefoot, um, theme and everything that I do, I have learned through the years in working with Dr. Emily Schlickel, who is the creator and founder of Naboso, and she's a world-famous podiatrist that I learned from about 14 years ago at a Perform Better uh, Summit, in which I met Todd. Um, I learned from her through all these years that 80% of the nociceptors, which are nerve cells, mechanical cells, um, nerve cells that give your brain feedback about where you're at in space but also have the power to turn down neurosensory control in the form of anxiety and depression. 80% of those only exist on the bottom of your feet on your skin and on the skin on the palm of your hands. So that's why I don't use my forearms or my elbows when I'm doing clinical massage. I only use my palms because the neurosensory is so rich and what my brain is getting in the form of feedback is far greater than anywhere else on my body, except for the bottom of my feet in which I actually work barefoot. So I'm barefoot in all my sessions. That is awesome. Boy, there's some good information for you right there. Let me ask you this. I mean, there's probably a story or two that stands out in your mind, or or at least a transformation, a a pain that you're able to help somebody get out of in a single session. Um, What's the magic that you're most proud Mm. of? (laughs) You're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, I'm just going to share this one with you because it's going to, it's truly, yeah. This is going to make me cry. (laughs) I get to work um, on a young man. I I get, I say, I get to work. I get to work on this young man. And he got my name through word of mouth because his neighbor who had had, um, it it was a young boy, like 10 years old. And he was jumping on the trampoline and had hurt his back. And he'd been in and out of several emergency rooms. He'd been in a children's hospital. They'd done all this testing. They could not find anything wrong with him. And so they told him, you're just going to have to deal with this. It's autoimmune disease chronic pain syndrome, you're going to have to deal with this rest of your life. And so he quit living and depression, homeschooled, sitting around playing video games because he gave up on life. Um, They got word of mouth from me from down. It's crazy how word of mouth comes full circle. It's just, it's just bizarre. (laughs) It it, it truly is God's magic um, in how all that happens. But his, uh, he came to see me 
And I told his parents that I knew I could help him because I knew from that moment that the pain he was dealing with was settling in his spine, in his fascia. And the Western medicine world doesn't recognize fascia. So insurance doesn't pay for it. So his insurance wouldn't cover it. So I did, I worked on him for two and a half hours and just opening up his entire body. And he walked out of my room completely pain-free and like started living again. And it was so cool. Um, I asked him what the best part of that session was. (laughs) And he said, I got to meet my superhero. Oh, that is so awesome. Wow. But here's, here's the magic in this. Okay. That's not what makes me cry. What makes me cry is his next door neighbor is a seven time national champion in motorbike racing who had just signed a professional contract, fully sponsored, fully employed to race full time as a professional motorbike athlete. And two weeks after he had signed that contract at the age of 15, was just riding his his bike out with a friend on a bridge. And the weather happened to be nice for a change here in Indiana. It goes from hot to cold and a snap. And he was crossing over this bridge and the moisture from the air had surfaced some oil on the bridge that he didn't see. And so his bike slid out from underneath of him only going 15 miles an hour because it was a, it was a covered bridge. And this young man, his name is Lucas grounds. Um, he is used to wiping out on a race course going 55 miles an hour or more. Mm-hmm. And this young man was riding his bike, his motorbike at 15 miles an hour. And it broke his back at T12 with a non incomplete fracture which means he didn't break it through and through that it severed the spinal column and the spinal cord, but he's paralyzed. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so he's lifeline to the hospital. He had made peace with the fact that he had broken his back from the second he broke his back. Like Mm -hmm. he was okay with it because he was doing what he loved. Mm -hmm. But so from the moment he was in the hospital, he told his mom, I want you to use me an example. I want you to record all my sessions because there's no clinical evidence how to recover from his injuries because it's rare, but he had a spinal, a spinal injury um, taking away his life. And so it took him a year and a half to find me, which is finding me through his neighbor. And so when I, I, I've been watching his story from afar and I knew I felt like I could help him, but I didn't want to call them and say, Hey, I'm Amber Kiv and I can help you. I wanted God to bring him to my doorstep when it was ready. because I didn't want to fail. Mm. I didn't want to fail him and make the promise that I could help him. And so I waited and it took them, it took them a year and a half to find me. And so he comes to my door and I didn't know what I was going to do to help him, but I know I could help him somehow. And Mm -hmm. so he comes in and I'm taking the history, which is pages and pages. His mother had emailed me pages and pages ahead of time. (laughs) And I told his family, I said, I just need to touch him because he had not been touched by anybody below the waist in a year and a half. And the doctors only gave him a 3% chance of ever being to feel anything below his belly button ever again, a 3% chance. They hired me for the sole reasoning that he didn't want to accept his high school diploma in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. So they hired me giving him hope that he would be able to walk again. And we shattered that record in the first week I worked on him. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's and amazing. that happened because nobody insurance would not cover him being touched below the waist because if he was paralyzed, then you don't need your legs anymore. So we don't have to fix the legs. They don't exist. They're dead. 
they still have blood flow, right? But you don't need your legs because you're in a wheelchair. So we're not going, we're not going to worry about approving those funds. So the first thing that happened after his accident was somebody set up a GoFundMe account and he received a lot of funds because he is sought after as a seven time national champion by a lot of sponsorship. So he has a tremendous following in the racing community, the motorsports community. And so he had, um, he had the funds to pay me because I don't file insurance because of the type of work that I do. And so the first time I ever worked on him, um, I told his parents, I said, I don't have to worry about anything above his waist. I need to work on his legs and his feet. And we got to turn on his feet. Like we got to get those nociceptors on the skin on the bottom of his feet, like alive again, because that's what feeds the brain. And so that's where I started and just started breaking apart because I could feel how glued together his body was from not being moved for a year and a half, aside from just life, you know, you know, getting taken care of by another therapist or by his family. But when I touched him and worked on him with my system, the very first time his feet and his toes actually moved and his parents looked at me like I was crazy and said, how did you just do that? And I said, I don't know what you mean. And she said, his mother started crying and she's like, we've never seen his body move like that. How did you just do that? And I said, I'm just doing what I do. I'm just following what the body tells me. I'm working with intent. I'm meditating. I'm saying some prayers in the back of my mind because you don't know how much people believe in God or don't believe in God. And I don't want to offend people. So I keep my prayers to myself in my own mind, but I pray throughout my sessions. He, um, the week of, (laughs) again, I'm getting emotional because it's so exciting. The week of Thanksgiving, which is only like five months after I had worked on him, I am in Arizona with my family on vacation and I got a video from his dad and he was riding his motorbike. He was riding the bike he used to race on a race course for the first time in the two years that he has broken and broken his back. It was a month before the two year anniversary of him breaking his back. He got to ride that bike without anybody telling him that he couldn't. And he made all the jumps. I mean, he's on a full motor motocross race course and he was able to take the turns, take the jumps exactly the same form as he did when he broke his back. So because we had connected his feet to his head and and gotten those gnosis after talking again, you understand muscle memory. You're able to remember things, your body, it's in the hard drive. You just got to reboot the software and he just needed somebody to reboot the software. The hard drive was already there. We just had a virus in the system. We had to take the virus out through touch and through all these different methodologies, but we had to find what worked for him. So I see him on Thursdays every week and I call it Lucas Thursdays. I wake up every Thursday, like we are going to win the day because it's Lucas Thursday. And um, every Thursday is such a special day because I get to learn from him. He gets to learn from me and um, he's not, he doesn't have a bad day. His bad days, he can't take a dump because (laughs) he doesn't have (laughs) bowel controls yet. He has to use certain certain methods that are different from normal individuals who don't have spinal injuries to use the bathroom. Um, you know, and, and, you know, he has made peace with where he's at and, but he is able to walk with leg braces. He can actually walk with leg braces and crutches. So he's going to walk on stage to get his high school diploma. Like we've already crushed that record and he's already racing again. Like he, the, the weekend anniversary of him breaking his back, the two year anniversary, he actually um, raced in a race car and raced like eight or nine races over a period of two days to celebrate being able to do what he can do. And so he is, he is the most unparalyzed person you'll ever meet. Um, but he just says, 
I get to do what everybody else does. I just have to find a different way to do it. So I, I cry talking about him because somebody just needed to give him a chance. And God gave me the ability to give him a chance when the time was right. And there's never a mistake in God's timing. You know, that's such a beautiful story. And uh, I'm learning from you today. <laughs> me, You know, Overcomer Nation, I, I hope that you guys are getting inspired. Not even just by everything that you've heard today, but by really what you should be learning from the way that it's being presented. Like, are you open? Are you open enough to knowing that you have gifts? Are you open enough to know that there's energy in this world and that we are all really, if you just boil it down, we're all energy. And, and you know, Amber, you're just so open to the fact that you've been through a significant story in your life that's given you gifts, you know, that from the ashes, you know, these gifts were born. And now you're meant to help others with those gifts. And, and you're just, I just think it's so inspirational how you're staying open to say, okay, when, when God brings them to my door and, and then I'm just going to meditate and I'm going to pray. And, and I, you know, if you're listening, I just leave my hands, yeah, give me the sensory yeah. to find and feel and see, and give me, give me the intellectual ability to think and find the answers to the problems because not because this is like the protocol ABCD, but because this is where you're telling me to look. Yeah. That's what I like about your methodology. It's not, it's not just, okay, well, we're going to go to the textbook and we're going to open up and we're going to go here. And you know, like, I mean, that's the stuff that just doesn't get people the help that they need, but you're going so many layers deeper, you know? Yep. I think it's awesome. Thank you for doing what you do. Any uh, final words for our listeners today? Oh, it's tough. Um, I tell you what, I didn't understand living a life worth telling a story about or living that I was like supposed to live the certain purpose. Like we all have a purpose to serve or, 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 or our journey would be over. And it was through the mastermind and meeting with you and learning from you and being inspired by Wayne. You turned me on to Wayne Dyer. Um, I, I just... I love every day. I love to work. I, I have an addiction to work. <laughs> I'm addicted to the magic, man. <laughs> I'm addicted to, this will give you some perspective. Um, I am addicted to changing life so much. We saw, I, I, it's just myself working in my facility and another person part-time that I've taught my system to. The two of us deliver as much magic as we can. Um, I served, we served over 1,100 appointments last year. I served over 870 of those appointments for over 450 new clients on the clients we were already seeing. And a minimum appointment with me is two hours. The first appointment is a minimum two hours because I can't crack into anything in less than two hours. I've tried and it just is really hard to do. Um, so I think we have control over, we learned this from Damon West and I share this all the time. Um, we have control over four things in our life. We have control about what we think about how we feel and our opinion behind those thoughts, what we say and what we do. And just staying within those four realms and understanding that there's this infinite line that's God's line and knowing um, I don't lose sleep over much anymore. I live an hour at a time. I, le I learned to live an hour at a time years ago when I hired a psychologist to help me mentally process what was happening to me. I actually hired somebody because I didn't know what to do with my life and how to live day to day. Um, when I... When I started living an hour at a time and only controlling the controllables and living with non-negotiables, um, that's when my life got so much easier. And so when I look back 
at how I'm able to work 60 hours a week or work on individuals from 9 a.m. to 12 uh, 12 a.m. without taking a break in between and, and using through my hands. Most manual therapists can only work a couple hours before they just shut down and have to take these long breaks. I, I can just run nonstop some days. And it starts with intention and with seeking God for help and putting certain cases on God's line and letting him give me the answers and having control of that and knowing that I'm allowed to fail because I'm not God, that I don't have to cure. In fact, I don't even claim to cure anybody. I like to say that I am just priming the body and and providing the optimal environment for it to fix itself because the brain is miraculous enough that it can fix itself if we just get out of the way and allow it to do what it needs to do. But we always get in the way by stressing about a lot of stuff, right? And doing too much of the wrong things. So um, a lot of the mental component comes from, I tell people, especially those who are going through suicide or depression, because I've had more than 20 people in for suicide attempts in the last two and a half years. And we've saved every case and they're thriving. Um, If who we are is based off of what we have, and I learned this from you, when, if who we are is based off of what we have, when we strip it all away and you get down to the bare roots, what do you have left? So you don't have your name, you don't have your family, who you associate with, you don't have your career, you don't have your credentials, um, you don't have your car, your money, where you live, you know, who you're with. When you look at all of that and you're just looking at yourself, what do you have left? Those who are severely depressed or are suicidal or are stuck in a midlife crisis where there's trauma taking over them. Every one of those individuals, there's a trend. Every one of those visuals says nothing. I have nothing left. And the matter of the fact is, you still have you. And so who are you? And you have to be able to dive into that without worrying about what everybody else thinks about you. And so I tell people all the time, there's times that I have to take take off my superhero cape and my superhero mask and give back to what makes me happy. And as long as I do that, I can continue to serve in the capacity that I do but when other things start to define who I am, that's when I lose the magic. That's when I lose the ability to help. So at the end of the day, we all have to go back and find who we are behind the mask and the cape because every single one of us is a superhero to somebody else in some capacity by leading in purpose. But most are scared to death to take off that shield and figure out who they really are inside and what gifts they really have because they're afraid they're going to disappoint somebody else or they're going to be judged. And that's why we accept people right where they're at, because we we don't have the right to judge. That's God's job. That was good. There was some real lessons. (laughs) There's some gold in there to pick it up. You know, you are a true artist at what you do. And a couple of the things you said uh, remind me of some Picasso quotes. I I hope. (laughs) But uh, Picasso said uh, that uh, the purpose of life is to discover your gift and the meaning of life is to give it away. And then he would talk about going into the studio and when he paints and he says, I leave my body at the door, you know, like he's just living inspiration, just living uh, his purpose, which takes a lot less energy when we're in alignment. Right. You know, because we're just able to we don't get exhausted from it. Um, Right. Now, Amber, thank you so much for doing what you do. And thanks for being a guest and sharing so generously with our audience today. Thank you so much. Yeah. So my quote, I actually own this quote. Greatness is not experienced by what we have. It's experienced by what we give and share to others. And the more that we're able to give and share of ourselves to others, the more it comes back full circle to us when we least expect it. And it's typically when we need it the most. 
Oh, that's great. That's great. And so last year, I kept saying to this to myself, so this is another God whisper. Um, everything that I do is bigger than myself. So we have to get to the point where we're, when we're doing what we're doing, we're trying to find purpose. When you're in depression or you're in a really rough space in your life, do something that's bigger than yourself. Because when you start doing things for yourself, there's some arrogance and egotistical approach to that. There's some selfishness to that. But if we are doing what we can do to change the world, creating a legacy bigger than myself, then that energy is always going to come back around somehow. So bigger than myself. That's so good. Really good. Yeah. You've given a lot of great lessons today. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So yeah, KKS Magic, if you want to learn about the cups, you want to learn about what I do, you want to figure out a way to get a hold of me to come and see you at your location, or you want to come to me because we... We're only 30 minutes from the Air Force. We actually have clients who fly in and, and we we cater and pamper those clients very well when they do come in. Um, I like to say they rip me by the day. <laughs> 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 um, you know, whatever I can do to be of help to people. But if you don't want to look me up online, um, I, I do allow people to text message me. So my phone number is 317-446-7971. I have a jingle for that though, by the way, because my daughter's 12. And yeah. so when I was teaching her self-defense, because that's one thing I've done on the positive side of things for surviving the sexual abuse is teaching self-defense. Um, I've taught her a jingle and it's three, one, seven, four, four, six, seven, nine, and a seven, one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wow. It's hard to forget that, right? <laughs> we're going to so, put so, the, the website and everything too in the show notes so that people can yeah. find you. That's so But awesome. if you just type in Amber Kivett Magic, M-A-G-I-K, um, yeah, you'll find me somewhere out there. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Amber. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure and such an honor to grow my business in your shadows because you are the man of systems. <laughs> and you... You uh, truly uh, beyond grateful to be able to interact and share energy with you in person and and from a from a distance. So it's you're special. You're such a special man, oh, doing well, wonderful things. I'm just honored to be just a little small part of your journey. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thanks for listening, Overcomer Nation. Make sure if you haven't already, give us a five star rating. Make sure that you share this and subscribe so you can see all of our future content. That's right. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, go to overcomers-podcast.com. If you're interested in our franchise opportunities with Journey 333, then go to www.journeyfitness333.com. And finally, if you like what you heard today and you feel like you're somebody that needs a bit more coaching, go to travisbarnes.com. Yeah!